but like I'm thinking of starting to smoke cigars actually because of this film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're gonna start impregnating uh, Asian women <laughs> during wartime. Yeah, and, ra- and, ra- and raping it, heroin. But yeah, no. In the in the JFK scene, I along with every other fanboy in the theater went, yeah. I thought I thought uh, something that uh, really kind of like, I don't know, just like this like little things that they were like unafraid to like put in the movie like that they, they didn't think would be like too like oh this is cheesy let's not put this in the movie like Night Owl's Arctic costume I was so glad that they had the awesome. Arctic costume I was like you know like that's cool like people probably like oh that you know that's stupid like some people that haven't read the book are probably yeah. like that's stupid but I mean like that was cool like the fact that it was just like we're gonna put this in the movie it's in the book we're trying to you know stick pretty close to the book so that was kind of yeah. cool and Patrick Wilson looked exactly like I imagined yeah he looked would exactly look. like, yeah. like I think Dan Driver a lot of all of the main characters and most of the supporting cast really looked just like they did in the book. I thought that was amazing. Amazing casting and, and really good acting for most yeah. of them. What did you think about him grabbing his costume from uh, the psychologist who happened to be in the prison at the time? Uh, the, yeah, that was yeah, kind of... Yeah, what are you gonna, that was convenient. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, like I said, what are you going to do? I mean, they cut out all the psychologist bits and they cut out all the, the part where he goes and confronts his, his landlady, but like I said, and they cut out... Hollis Mason's murder. Hollis Mason is like one of yeah, my favorite Yeah, that was that characters. was a pretty important part that they cut out. But I mean, it I it kind of would have killed the. I mean, because it really didn't have in in the book. I mean, as far as like the way the movie is going, I mean, you talk about something that would have kind of like went off like off track, kind of. Yeah, and you could see that that they had that little bit of a scene that they had it in there and they t- took it out because in the part where Rorschach goes to the bar breaks the glass in the guy's hand, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, that was sweet, see, by the way. You can see the top knot is there looking at Dan, and Dan turns to look at him. And then it cuts back to Rorschach, and I'm like, oh, that's where we're supposed to be. And then Dan goes like bananas and threatens to like burn down the whole neighborhood and stuff. And like the, um... What do you guys think about Night Owl being there while uh, Rorschach died? Or Rorschach was I think it. I think it was just there to... To make add, add drama. I think it was cool because then you see that. I mean, because I mean, I mean, there's just there's just something very. It's very small. Like there's it, there's just something different about Night Owl in that movie, and I don't know what it is, but it, I liked it. Like it, it was very. It was a very small difference from what he was in the book, and he, for me, he was Night Owl. But there's just something about him. Like he just seemed like a little bit more of a noble character. And in the. Uh, he seemed like a little bit more of a noble character in the movie, like a little bit more caring, and I think that was the show because I mean, like he obviously knows that Doctor Manhattan's, you know, possibly going to go outside and kill somebody that's yeah. possibly one of his best friends, and it just shows that he actually gives a crap and he's going to go out and, you know. No, I, I was cool with him being there. I'm never that big of a fan of the whole like con yeah, scream, yeah, but yeah. I guess I'm, I'm bringing up a, a couple points I didn't like about the movie. I just want to reiterate the fact that I love the movie. But the one, the one other thing, the one other thing that got me a little bit was the fact that when um, Osmondius is explaining what's happening to them in the comic, it's really funny because Rorschach keeps on trying to hit him, and well, he keeps yeah, on like with averting spoons him, and knives. With spoons and knives and stuff. But in the movie, you know, fork through the hand. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He gets a fourth. Well, uh, Rorschach gets his hand nailed oh, to the table right. with a fork. No, he gets it in his coat. But like in the in the movie, they're both fighting him, and I no Dan doesn't even try to fight him in the book. Yeah, he doesn't even try. Well, he to gets fight punched him. in the nose. 
he gets the plate thrown at him, and the plate breaks his yeah. nose, but Dan that's doesn't it. try to fight him. Yeah, exactly. He tries to shoot him with a laser, and that's it. I thought that was a good point where they could add comedy. Maybe they didn't want to have the comedy there, and I understand that because it was a tense moment. But in the book, it's just a really funny part because you see him. Oh, like, it is kind of funny in the movie because Rorschach keeps trying to get up and fight him while, you know, he's like blocking him and still explaining his plan while he's fighting. Yeah. It is kind of funny. I mean, it's comedic yeah. to watch, but I, I, I liked I liked the fact that they fought him a little bit more in the. Um, I just think like I mean a lot of thing a lot of things when you I mean the book has a lot more of a depressing ending because the character. Oh yeah. I mean they just totally I mean like. You, you, like you mentioned there, I mean, Dan doesn't even really try to fight him at all. He gets bashed in the nose, and he just kind of gives up. And then Rorschach gets, you know, uh, in the same way, his, you know, his ass handed to him. Um, I mean, obviously, Wanted is completely different from the book, but you hate the Wanted character in the book because he's an asshole, and you don't even want to, you don't even want to like him. But in the movie, they made him kind of a heroic character, and you end up really liking the guy. So, I mean, for a movie purposes, you don't want to get emotionally invested in somebody. Well, you're not going to get emotionally invested in somebody in the movie because there's not the same... Reading a comic book and watching movie are two completely fucking different things. And the whole story, the whole the whole thing that Watchmen is, you just get invested in the story because you're reading it. It doesn't matter so much that you're personally attached to the characters. The story is, you know, is what pulls you in. In the movie, it's a little bit different. In movies you get emotionally invested in the characters a little bit and that's it's important for a movie that you at least care about some of the characters and I think that it's very important to show that the characters are like hey like we're not just gonna take this line down we're actually gonna try you know just like just like how they added a little bit uh, with uh, you know Dan running outside and watching Rorschach die and that kind of thing like it just shows you know the characters; they're 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 easier to like with little bits of stuff like that in it. So. And they didn't. I mean, well, in the book, they just go along with it. They're like, oh, well, okay, cool, yeah, kill all those people, world's cool, all right, yeah. whatever. And in the and in the movie, they were just sort of like, no, we're not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. And they fight. They fight them. And a, I mean, it would have been a very depressing, like, it, I mean, just for a lot, especially people that, you know, have not read the book and probably never will, which is unfortunate, um, you know, it would have been a very, you know, just kind of mood-killing thing to just have everybody up, oh, well, he did it, we can't stop him, yeah. alright, see Definitely. you later. I agree yeah. completely. The ending, the yeah. change in ending also really gave the movie a, just a little bit more of a hopeful tone. Because with the idea of Dr. Manhattan realizing that he kind of indirectly has brought the world together, it kind of ends with this idea of Dr. Manhattan gaining a little bit of his humanity back, I felt like. Like, he, he came back with Silk Spectre, and now he's, he's kind of realized that this is the one way that he can, that he can help the world. Yeah. Um... Yes. Uh, okay, so now we're at the final, I guess, points part of the podcast because we're coming up on another 20-minute mark. So uh, should we all go around and uh, give one final argument for or against Watchmen? Would that be cool? Well, I don't think anybody's against it. Or, or okay, their general, an argument for their general perspective on the film itself. Yeah, okay. A last starting, word. Last word, if you will. Yeah. Starting with Mr. Ryan Brown. Okay. Um, I am a big fan of the book, 
and just like any fan of a book, and the book gets turned into a movie, I expected the book, and I didn't get it. I got a movie about the book, and I was disappointed in that, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's my final thought. Alright, I'll, I'll go next. Um, it's, it's a movie that every comic book fan has to see at least once. Um, I don't think Ryan or I are saying that it's a horrible movie by any means. There's lots of stuff I loved in it, but um, like with most comic book movies, there were just some of those Hollywood trappings that kind of dumbed it down at parts and kind of disappointed me in the end. Well, uh, I mean, I, I really like the movie, and I think that they're two completely different beasts. I think that, uh, I mean, I mean, they're just done to the to to uh, to conform to their media. I mean, medium. I mean, a book is always going to be a little bit more free, a little bit because, like I said, with the whole difference between movies and um, and books, I mean, there's just you know different ways that you get into a movie or get into a book, and I think they're two completely different things. the The book, the book is is you know, obviously just a great fucking book, and it, it, it is perfect, it is a perfect match for the, the media, for the, the, that is the medium that it's in, the comic book medium, and likewise, um, the movie is a perfect adaptation of the same story, but for the movie medium. So, I mean, I think that anybody, I, I, I would suggest that if you had to pick one over the other, obviously you would pick the book, the book is like amazing, and the movie is never going to beat that. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're just, they're, they're just, they're both good for their medium and they're both, you know, that they're just, they're both their own things. They're, they're just a, a different way of telling the same story. Okay. Um, I guess my final point would be, um, I would, a I would ask myself, what's the point of an adaptation of anything? Um, what should we expect from when things change mediums, when things change hands? What should we hope for? What should we really want out of it? And I guess maybe I have a, a maybe a defeatist look at it, but I don't. I just don't think it'll ever be exactly what we want. But like I said before, Watchmen was designed to show what comic books can do. Um, so when you switch mediums, it's it's never going to be. If it's as good, if it's better in the same way that we love the comic, then there's no point in having a comic book. There's no point in reading comic books in general. But I think when I when you look at an adaptation, I think if if you when I when I love something I like this story, then I'm gonna want to see everybody's take on it. I want to see Guy Ritchie's take on it with Minicio del Toro. I want to see uh, I want to see maybe some uh, paper mache depictions of what happens in some of the scenes. I want to see an animated feature, but not show any kids whatsoever. I want to Watchmen babies like the Muppet babies. <laughs> I, I I think adaptations you don't expect the worst, but don't expect the same. And I this, think is, that, I mean, this is the reason why we have covers of popular songs by other exactly, bands. Exactly. And, but the thing is, the thing that, the problem with Watchmen is that it was marketed as exactly, he was looking exactly for what the fans wanted. And that's that's where the almost the fault is, because you're almost setting yourself up to be scrutinized and torn apart regardless of what you do. But if you if you go into it looking past that, looking past what the studios might have marketed as, what the what Anna Cool was reporting the whole time, you're just going to go see a movie that talks about and shows something from one of your favorite works of all time. So, you just you know, I, I can't help but love it. So that's it. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. And Wes, you can go ahead and sign off like you did last time. Same. Same. Fanboy Kill Crew time. Same Fanboy Kill Crew channel. <laughs>